I'm Scott Schutte. And I'm Dr. Janine Steister. Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach with the Jock and the Doc. We are here to disrupt some of the current thinking around how the fitness industry approaches clients. Our goal is to educate and inspire fitness professionals to get the results, income, hours, and career that they want and deserve. Our combined experience in education in psychology and fitness create a new insight on ways to become the ultimate coach. Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach. I'm the Jock. This is the Doc. And today we're going to talk about your personalized path as a coach in the fitness space. So this is an exciting one, and this is one that we're going to really have Janine break down a lot of the uh, behaviors and motivators and different parts of that. This is something that actually we use her for, for my gym as well when we bring on personal trainers or someone that's working as an office manager or something like that, making sure that lines up. So this is a lot about just getting to know yourself which will change over time, but this is a game you should play regularly because if you can line up these things, you will be much happier, you'll do better at your job, everything will be better. So one thing that I like to do with, with myself and I'll do with other people that I'm talking to is, is like, what does your perfect week look like? You know, if we're, if we're breaking down, you know, each day, like, what does that look like? And, and, and some people are like, well, it'd be, you know, having drinks on the beach, stuff like that. Most people get bored with that. Um, There's a happiness talk I was listening to not too long ago. This guy on TED Talk, and it was actually in person, but he was talking about like when when people are um, what actually makes them happy is like one thing that really drops down is like when they don't really have a purpose or they don't really have something that they're they're, they're doing on a regular basis. So I like going to the beach. I like having a drink every now and again, but that's not something to do on a regular basis. So think of this of like, all right, what time am I getting up? You know, when am I eating? Uh, what kind of clients am I working with? Like, really break that down. If we look at this, like, all right, we got 168 hours in the week. You know, this is what I want for sleep, and this is what I want for my working. This is what I want for my training. All these different aspects. I'm like working with that because that's the first thing that we have to work towards of, of having this kind of plan. It's it's like when we're working with our clients. We're like, okay. You know, I want to lose weight. And like, well, how much weight will we lose? I don't know, a lot. Like, it, it's not specific enough. We don't have any kind of set point to go to. This is, we, we need to play this game with ourselves. The other side of this is like, okay, now we know what our week, ideally, this is what we're working towards. And it might take a few years to get there, but at least we have a plan. The second part is looking like, okay, what kind of money do I need to be making uh, to live the life that I want? The same happiness talk, and I'm sure a lot of you have heard this, is people talk about like, okay, once you're making 70000 a year, um, making much past that uh, doesn't create any more happiness. You're kind of peaked at that point because most places that you live um, that will pay for your, you know, your, your house and your food and have a little bit left, left over. But a lot of that still depends on you as an individual, like how you were raised, what things you like, what city you live in. Like we're in Columbia, Missouri, 70,000 to go a lot further than if you live in downtown New York. So you got to play that game as well of like, okay, here's what my perfect week looks like and here's what money I need to be making to have all the things I need to live off of and have all the things that I, I really want. And then you can start working towards those two goals. And so when you have that aspect, and then we'll let Janine really dive into this of like, okay, what are my personalities, what are my motivators, and how do we get that lined up? Yeah, so and it's always interesting when people get into careers and how they got there. And sometimes it's like, oh, I enjoy working with people, or it was a natural progression um, if they played, particularly in the fitness industry, if they played um, sports at a higher level over time really enjoyed that um, or just thought well let me try this whatever reason they they got you get into the any field then you do have to spend time and kind of roll that back and go okay but what makes me happy so one of the interesting things that I see oftentimes is people will say well you know I'm working from I'm working 12-hour days 
want to really talk to a coach or a trainer, it might be you started at 5 a.m. and you ended at 5 p.m. or 6 p.m., but there's probably several hours in the middle of the day that you had a break or that wasn't. Now, that's not ideal for everybody, but what's interesting is if you have a personality, so a lot of times I use things like DISC or motivators, um, and you can kind of Google what those are, but they're basically assessments to look at different personality types. Some people are familiar with strength finders. There's lots of assessments that look at um, the four or five basic personality types we have. But if I'm somebody who um, really like enjoys people, but I can get drained by having so much interaction consistently for so many hours, I might actually do better having a chunk of hours in the morning than having a series of hours where I'm off or having some breaks and then kind of going back to it. Or someone that is fueled and invigorated by talking to people, and again, a lot of times we think of those as more extroverts or um, high DI, high I's on the disc, um, they are fueled by that interaction. And so having it all back to back to back to back for them, series of hours works just fine because they're energized through that. And then they can go off and do something else more, you know, for the rest of the day. So oftentimes when we're starting to think about what hours, how we want to have our careers, we have to think about what fuels us and what drains us. The other thing too is I may really enjoy the fitness industry and love it, but I'm high theoretical, which is a motivator that means I like to know the why and I like to learn. Well, if I like to do that, and on top of that, I'm a very systems detail person, I might actually just enjoy educating people and running through a lot of different people on the floor, training programs, you know, doing, running through workouts. I may not enjoy as much because if they're out of breath, I can't teach them as much and I'm going through those things, but I might be a great educator or I might be someone that likes to coach virtually or online um, or do some weight loss behavior coaching and then if I'm a combination of different personalities and I enjoy learning and constantly challenging myself, but I also love that interaction, having a combination of time on the floor as well as doing things like um, coaching people as an additional service on the other facets of their life outside the gym to get to those goals might be a really nice combination. And so a lot of times, you know, it's thinking about, um, am I a high return on investment? Am I somebody that likes efficiency and I'm always wanting to know, like, if I spend this much time, what can I get out of that? If I'm that personality, how am I challenging myself? How am I putting myself um, in a spot where that feels very reinforcing? Some people very much enjoy mastering something and doing the same thing over and over and over again every day. That consistency, um, that predictability is really um, something that just truly makes them happy. And if that's you, then having set certain clients, set hours, and, and running programs regularly can be very satisfying. And so it's really important not to look at what somebody else is doing as much as what fuels you and do you want to be an influencer? Do you like to be front and center? Do you like um, everybody to know who you are and your name and be that go-to person? If that's you, you very much want to continue to have continuing education, um, adding extra services, adding that extra value and being that. Other people really are comfortable working in the background and being one of a team um, and, and just knowing that they're contributing to the whole. So really thinking about some of those things when you think about what kind of coach you want to be um, or where in the fitness space that you want to be. Do you want to work for a company that sells and develops equipment because you really like the detail and the nuance of that? 
um, or do you want to work directly with people and do that a lot? Yeah, and I want to warn people of, of always chasing the new thing or what sounds sexy or what you've, you've recently seen online because, you know, I see a lot of coaches and they're like, their dream is to own their own gym. Um, but, you know, they don't like doing sales. And so, like, well, that's not going to be a good, a good thing for you because that's a big part of, like, owning their own gym. And I'll let Janine jump to this when I get done. Is maybe that is um, finding the right partner for that, too, because you could – be really good at you know the training and running like the number side of it but someone else is good at the, the sales side so if i had to find the right partner it could be a good thing there too but also like you know it's become very popular like well i'm gonna become this online coach and i'm just gonna do that but like for my personality like i love the interaction that's how kind of what fuels me and so me just sitting behind my computer and writing out workouts to people like I, I do not enjoy doing that and so i'll do it some but if it's something i did full-time like i wouldn't stick with this as a as a full-time career so it's figuring out personalities of like what you really enjoy doing um and not chasing what's what's new or what's flashy because you know over the last you know, 16 years of me doing this, it's come from like, all right, personal training is popular. Now we're gonna go big group training and now small group training is popular, the one-on-one -on -one training. So it just kind of, it, it'll, it'll cycle around of like what is popular in right now. Um, but if, if you're good at what you do, you can make all these things work and you gotta figure out what, what fuels you um, the most during this. Um, you wanna get a little bit into like the, the partnership if that's... Yeah. And so partnership and environment is kind of the two that I really talk to people about in that regards is um, what is the type of facility that you're working in or, and, and what's the mentality of it and how is it? Do you, are you a long-term relationship person or do you just like to meet lots of new people all the time? Right off the bat, we can think of very different types of studios or, or gyms um, in that regard and how much interaction. But then when it comes to partners, the first thing to do is think about what am I good at and what I like. And, and you can be good at something but not enjoy it. And so it's always that difference of, it, of what um, you could do versus what you should do. And should has a lot to do with overall how that um, makes you happy down the road and is something you can sustain. So having said that, even let's take sales. You may say, I don't like sales. Well, one of the first things I do is I say to people, do you like external sales or internal sales or do you dislike both? And, and so I talk to them like, if you have a client and you're talking to them and you're already working with them and they have another need that you can have a service to provide, do you feel comfortable talking to them about that? Well, yeah, I know them and I can add it. Okay, that might be more what we can call internal sales. In other words, you can build on those things, but you don't like cold calling or you don't like... Um, going out and trying to, to, to bring in leads or bring in new. So even separating that, because if, if you're good within the client, but you don't like that external, who can you partner with? Or are you in a facility where there is someone who's designated to do that, and then your role is to develop your clients that are already in? And so really even separating that. If you do want to be more um, be an owner or take a, um, something of that nature. Think about, again, what your strengths are and then who's that partner. A lot of times people choose partners because they're somebody that they've known for a while, they get along with them and all that's great. But what do you bring to the table and what do they bring to the table? So is one of you the front-facing person and the other of you is the detailed person and the systems person behind? Because we know we need both. Um, so again, what do you bring and then what does that other partner bring that complements you and is what you need for the service that you're providing or the gym that you have? Yeah, so just to kind of recap what we talked about today, it's, it's super important to dig into what, what motivates you, 
what your personality types are and, and there's some free ones. If you type in Tony Robbins DISC, D-I-S-C profile, you can get a, a, a printout of that. Now having someone like Janine that can break it down and really kind of assess it for you is ideal if you can find someone like that. Good luck. Um, but that gives you that, um, breaking down your, you know, what is your, your perfect week look like or even your perfect month? What is, what is the level of income? So it gives you more of a goal. Like, like we talked about with a lot of our clients, like we need to know where we're at. We need to know where we want to go. And then we can slowly start working there. Now, that, this will change. Like, this is something I do on a, a yearly basis. I'm constantly playing this game because, you know, if you get married or if you have kids or, like, things are going to change, but you need to kind of be reevaluating and reassessing. Now, the personality motivators won't change as much, do you agree? Right. Each season in your life, they may have what's important to you, where your personality, what buckets they're in, will adjust a little bit, but typically not dramatically. Yeah, unlike maybe your income if you move to a new city or um, your time if you have a, a kid or something like that. So some of those things might change. So it's, it's, it's fun and, and it's, it's very important for you to keep breaking these things down so you can line up and, and you can have a job that... You know, you're making the impact, you're making the money, you're, you're, you're making impact, but you're also, it's lined up with who you are. Because if you can get those things, you're happy in life, um, and that's what ultimately what we're going for. So, do that. Till next time.